Welcome to Your IT Coach, coming to you from the Buffalo Public Schools Instructional Technology Department, a podcast channel dedicated to the art of teaching through the lens of experienced instructional technology coaches. Welcome to Your IT Coach, where it's not just about the technology, it's all about the learning. Welcome back. Welcome back to Your IT Coach. And guess what? I found another IT coach in the Buffalo Public Schools who will be hosting this uh, new podcast, and I'd like to introduce him. So uh, meet my friend, my friend. Uh, We actually are friends in real life, and I'll let him tell you a little bit about himself, but meet my friend, Greg Conley. Hey, how's it going? We met through witness protection, right? Yeah. (laughs) Tell, tell, Tell the audience a little bit about your background so we know where you're coming from. Yeah, so I grew up in the Buffalo area, and uh, I went to school locally as well, and uh, I decided to get an education. I went for social studies, and then I had a moment and realized, you know, I really like working with English language learners, and I went to the other side, and I worked with English language learners, and I've been doing that for years, and became an IT coach, like you, Keith, and still work with English language learners. They keep me on the west side. Got great lunch options over there, let me tell you. And, uh, and Well, I'll, I'll tell you, it's, it's funny how similar our experiences are. I think we've talked about this before, but my first job was at School 45. I taught third grade, believe it or not, at School 45 in 1998, and we had 29 languages. And um, I, I, I want you to talk about you know, what brought you into the, the world of ELL, but I'm telling you, it taught me so much about, about teaching. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for me, um, I, so I went to UB, I got a degree in history and I was really interested in teaching at the time. And I decided to apply for social studies and I actually didn't get in. I, uh, just some, I think it was during the recession, just didn't get into a program at UB and I did some soul searching and, uh, you know, I decided to go for another degree while I was there linguistics. And there I had a chance to do an internship Uh, in a school, and I worked with a great ESL teacher who was at IPREP, in the infancy of IPREP, and I got to observe different classrooms, and I realized that, you know, I think my purpose extends just beyond teaching history and social studies for that matter, but I think working with this particular population, and it was a fantastic experience, and as you can see, it really did affect me and uh, changed my path in terms of uh, my area of certifications. Well, I did eventually get certified in social studies, but I guess my initial is an ESL teacher. <laughs> right. So, so I, I'm interested. We'll tell the, the audience a little bit of a secret here. Maybe it's not a secret, but um, I was your teacher. <laughs> I adjuncted. Uh, I was an adjunct professor at the Graduate School of Education. And now remind me, I, I taught a few courses. I'm guessing you you took digital literacy. I did. And we focused mostly on um making videos and that introduced me to it. And the funny thing about that was I was teetering on taking your class because there you just needed to take like a technology class, right? Yeah. And a lot of people, my you know, friends uh, were taking this online blog class because it was convenient. It was online. Sure. Right? Um, and I was like, nah, I'm good. I want something that I'm really going to learn from. And I decided to take your class and boy, did I learn. So I had really <laughs> great opportunities uh, going around. And I took it in the summer too, which was, I think, a great time to take a digital literacy course, go outside, you do some filming. Yep, absolutely. School isn't really, you know, nobody's really there. So we got to go around and do some great filming, um, learning different techniques, and then um, learning how that can connect to instruction. And so it really got me thinking about the importance of technology. Um, so when you came through that, course, were you already on the ELL path? 
Uh, I believe, yes, I believe so. Yeah, at that point, I already made the switch. Well, I definitely remember it, that's for sure. And, you know, back to that ELL idea, you know, what it taught me at least was that I I couldn't just teach with, with one form of literacy. I couldn't stand up there and just talk English to these kids, but I really had to think of other ways of approaching learning in order to reach them. So, you know, talk a little bit about that, especially as an IT coach now. What are what are some of the things that you recognize in terms of, you know, the connection between learning and ELL and technology? Well, if I could kind of connect something that I think you brought up in your course way back when, as well as um, something that I think about to this day uh, is multimodality and the importance of it in teaching students, English language learners, uh, in the fact that, you know, we need multiple modalities of written text, speaking, um, kinesthetic at times too, you know, being able to incorporate images and video into something that gets uh, created by students or something that they're learning through direct instruction. All that's really important for a non-English language learner as well as for English language learners. Absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, we're just going to be nodding at each other because I think we're, we're singing to each other's choir here. I've got the but, picture of Kool-Aid over here if you need some. <laughs> and, you know, multimodality was my password. I had to change that after a few years. Um, but but the, the power it gave kids, non-English and English speakers, because they knew things about video. They knew things about visuals. They knew things about music. They knew things about all these other modes of literacy that allowed them to speak you know, to, to what we were trying to teach them. Totally. So uh, you're going to have your own show. We're going to turn the reins over to Greg once a week so he can talk about whatever he wants because he will be your IT coach when he does it. So what kinds of things, and maybe talk about a couple, you know, either apps or experiences that, that you're interested in and in maybe exploring. Well, I think every good episode has to involve a little commiseration. So I'd like to talk about some of those bad experiences we sometimes There are no bad experiences, Greg. Go ahead. I'm sorry. (laughs) I guess I got to change my Uh, (laughs) Kool-Aid. Yeah, you know, I think we have some bad experiences out there. But I think from commiseration come opportunity. You know, so being able to, you know, find the, you know, issues that we might have and realizing, hey, these are the steps we should take in the future can not just have an impact on a particular tool, but also on the creative process for students. And so I was thinking, you know, I've, I've had, uh, you know, one of my first tech experiences teaching in the district was using Quizlet. And uh, it was, <laughs> everyone laughs. Like, oh, poor Quizlet. We're going to get we're going to get some non-fan mail. No, but go ahead. Talk about about your, your, your experience with Quizlet. Yeah. So I had this uh, uh idea in my head that, man, vocabulary is important for English language learners, right? You know, oh, well, big news flash there. And so I thought, hey, I found this tool online, Quizlet. I want my students to be able to complete these activities. And I had a little bit of help that day too. And none of it went well. The the laptop cart came in. This is before one-to-one devices, but we had a cart of uh, tablets that came in. And, yeah. uh, you know, to turn on that tablet took uh, 45 minutes in some cases. So <laughs> it was a little and difficult. the bell is done. <laughs> to pull off. Uh, and I had like an 80-minute class at the time being, a, you know, doing a standalone class um, for ENL. And I it was just it was just a total disaster. Once the kids got in, everyone's at a, you know, everyone's at a different stage at that point. I thought I was going to be able to walk them through it from the board. I can't have that happen. <laughs> Uh, so it was just a total disaster, and I learned the importance of applying st- uh, well thought out instructions that are written well and accessible for my students to understand. You know, I started my career off teaching at Lafayette. Lafayette High School had, you know, at the time when I started, 
had um, the program for SIF students. And if you're unfamiliar with SIF, that's students with interrupted formal education. Um, we had students who were part of our transitional bilingual program, different special ed populations associated with that, like 611 and 1501. You know, there was it was different challenges at that school. And so I had those types of, those students, those demographics in my standalone class. And it was, uh, it was eventful when you throw in laptops and poor instructions, right? Uh, so <laughs> it's a recipe learned. for disaster. So I'm thinking maybe once a month we can have an episode commiserating with Greg. But 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 it's really a great idea because I think that we learn a lot out of our failures, and it's important to be transparent and to talk about how those missteps allow us to to step better in the future. So I'm really glad that that you're going to be doing that. So what about one more? I know that you do you do video work like I do. Maybe uh, can we anticipate maybe a episode about video instruction? Yeah, I so one of the things I picked up from you. Keith, to give you credit, is uh, when credit's due. Uh, <laughs> I probably stole it from someone else, so go ahead. You may have, yeah. <laughs> Was this idea of video quilts that you had, you, I believe, in another teacher caught up with? Joel Mally. Joel Mally. Yeah. He was a McKinley and came up with that, I think. But yeah, so how, how did you do that? And explain just quickly, what, what's a video quilt? A uh, video quilt is an opportunity for students to be creators of content, and it's kind of set up, I would say, similarly to how an essay kind of sets itself yeah. up, um, where the teacher mm-hmm. starts and ends it in many cases, and then in the middle, the students fill it in. Right. I, I think we I call them bookends, right? Book- we create like, the opening and the end. Yeah. A great example that we did, one where I was working with an ENL teacher, and we were working on the Olympics, and this ENL teacher wanted students to learn the different events that are held at the Olympics and maybe some of the important things about it uh, and about the event. And, you know, it helps relate kids to, to maybe former countries or, uh, sure. you know, experiences that they may have had before that were you know, intended to be positive in nature. Uh, so students got to explore these different sports that they were invent- uh, they, they were um, excited about. And so the teacher dressed up that day, came in. We had a green <laughs> screen in the background. And we had iPads because at this school we had iPads. And um, the, student, uh, the student, the teacher um, filmed the beginning and the end, uh, introducing them to a travel uh, commercial, encouraging excellent. folks to come to the Olympics. <laughs> That's excellent. Yeah. And the students did their work with a green screen and oh, that's awesome. There's filmed themselves yeah. uh, uh, coming in and, uh, you know, introducing each event, come see this event. These are some of the important things. These are some of the uh, great accomplishments done by some of the athletes, uh, just great stuff like that. And uh, the students knocked it out of the park. Uh, and then the teacher, you know, finished it up, wrapped it up, called today. Um, you know, like it's an eighties ad. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, I, and I, and I love them because they, they live on afterwards. They're great review materials. The kids always remember them. And I'm imagining it didn't take you a month to do. No, not at all. You know, it probably takes in terms of like the, uh, work, reading text, writing it down. That's the whole scaffold portion. Sure. You know, it's going to take a few days. Yeah. No doubt about it. Especially with the kids who are entering and emerging English language learners, the complexity of the text they're working with, it's all going to vary in time. Um, but then the recording portion, I mean, that they, we could record them in a day. They spent maybe a couple of days, two to three days editing. It was like a 40-minute block they had. So they yeah, had a few days right. to edit. Um, and, and then um, they sent it over to the teacher who compiled it together and boom, made a video. And and I, I just love and you're you're going to talk more about this in your, in your episodes. But I love the scaffolding and how how we want to point out how much traditional literacy is in these projects and and the difference that the kids actually engaged, right? The kids actually writing because they know they're going to be making something. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just more of a motivation involved. And I think so often kids need motivation, right? Uh, yeah. And, and they just, need to feel counted. And I think that they feel like they're making something that counts. Yeah. And something they can take with them after school, because not everybody's going to be writing essays when they're done with their school. No, life. Uh, they'll actually show it to their parents, right? They'll never yeah. show them an essay from English class. Sorry, <laughs> English teachers. But it's true. Um, all right. So this is Greg Conley. You know, you can see how easy it is just to kind of fall into a discussion with Greg. And um, he's going to be bringing on his own guests and spotlighting um, some of his experiences and and uh, being your IT coach. And I'm your IT coach. We're all your IT coach. But thank you very much for your time, Greg. I'm, I'm excited to see what you cook up on these podcasts. Yeah, happy to stop by. Thanks. Greg, if uh, somebody wanted to touch base with you, any yellow uh, person out there, how would they do that? Uh, my social security number is <laughs> not uh, You can reach out to me on... <laughs> um, <laughs> is there an email we can give them or a handle somewhere? Yeah, let's go. Twitter is Greg at Greg's a teacher. No apostrophe or anything. Greg, and is it, what is it again? Greg? Greg's a teacher. Greg's a teacher. I love the handle. One word. Keep it <laughs> Easy simple. Easy to remember. I guess I'm I'm casting myself. I'm, I'm not seeking another job in life, apparently. But <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I think uh, you pigeonholed yourself a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Twitter got me. That's the reasoning. All those uh, a lot of things. Also, I'm on YouTube. Uh, you could probably just search for Greg Conley ESL. My last name is C-O-N-L-E-Y. There are many Conleys, but I like to keep mine simple. Uh, and you'll probably find some sort of video on there, me about talking about ELLs, co-teaching, um, stories you might be reading with your students, stuff like that. So check it out, folks. Check out Greg's work and come back because Greg's going to be having some podcasts real soon. All right, so that's it. That's it for your IT coach. You can contact me. Um, just type in Hip Hughes into the internet, but really Twitter, Hip Hughes. Thanks for listening. I always say it because I believe it with all my heart, but where attention goes, energy flows. And remember, it's not just about the technology. It's all about the learning.